This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to Your Impact. Is this thing working? Yes, hello. Hi, welcome back to The Youth Impact. Um, If I sound a little weird... I'm on the road. I have got a portable microphone and I am currently driving through Waihola, actually. Uh, I've just left Dunedin and I'm on a trip. I'm on a little road trip. Now, the reason I'm doing this is um, for the next few episodes will be sp- like completely road trip episodes. They will be me traveling up central and picking up my friend in Queenstown, who has been on the show before, uh, which is Ebony. Ebony is coming down from Queenstown, and or coming down from Australia to Queenstown, and I'm on my way to pick her up, and I'm going to show her around Central. And, you know, just go to some interesting places. We're going to stay with my grandparents, which is uh, fun, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a bit of our end-of-year special, and also the end of the show special um unfortunately i am moving on i have decided to um i'll be moving into a different show uh dunedin pride is about to get their own radio show so i'll be moving to that instead and because no one um came forward to take this show this show's gonna take a bit of a break uh i don't know when it will come back, if it will come back, um, it's kind of leaving with me, which is a little bittersweet, but, you know, what can you do? Maybe I, I'm not, not to be the jealous type, but I'm a little happy that no one else can take this away from me because I love the show very dearly. It means a lot to me. Uh, kind of why I decided to do a bit of uh, a few week-long episodes I guess so these will be the ones from the Christmas breaks there should be about four episodes of me in a car and yeah pretty much it's me documenting this journey I guess as well as showing Ebony some little spots kind of as a way to be like hey guys take a holiday here's some places that we've been maybe you could come too we're going to look at a lot of historical um, buildings and such like that. Going to go to Arrowtown, Queenstown, Wanaka, uh, Lake Tekapo, up to Christchurch, and probably back down because I don't think I can travel that far, like emotionally. And then we'll be back in Dunedin, and uh, for the last few episodes, we'll probably do some uh, activities that we're doing around Dunedin, talking about them as well as. I'm probably going to go to some places that are more free because I'm very cheap and on a budget. And so I might be talking to some of the volunteers that actually work there. Um, you know, because I still have a theme for this show and that theme is volunteering. I love volunteering. We love volunteering. Yeah. So 
as I said, I am currently driving. Uh, don't do this at home. I'm being very safe, actually. I have, well, I've got my headphones plugged in so I can hear this back, make sure that it sounds all good. And I am also holding it very safe, concentrating on the road and not doing anything else. On this journey, I am currently listening to the podcast, The Magnus Archives. Very good show, if you like a horror podcast. I'm trying to finish it, and I'm hoping I can finish it by the end of this, but uh, probably not. It's going to take a while. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's a beautiful day. When am I leaving? This is Sunday, so the roads are honestly a lot busier than I thought they would be. I left at about 10 o'clock. Um, well, it's about 11 now, so maybe I didn't. I don't know. It's really hard to think of content while I'm just driving and on the road. It's also going to be really hard to edit later. Well, we'll have to make do, and you're going to have to listen to me ramble about things on this drive. Also, these will sound a bit different because I'm planning on just talking for a little bit and then, you know, stopping the recording, and then I'll pick this back up when I think of something clever to say. And as of currently, I don't have much clever to say. So I will be back in a little bit. Me again. I, first of all, I'd like to point out that I only start recording when I'm on some nice straight bits of road. So I've just gotten out of a very windy part of the hill just after Lawrence. And I realized how I usually structure these shows with a before, during, and after of whatever I'm talking about. And since we're talking about road trips, let's go with what you do before a road trip. That's right, I'm talking about packing, because I packed only just last night, which is kind of last minute, but eh. I had been writing a list for quite a while of what I did need to pack. So, you know, I was at least somewhat prepared and I just had to kind of put everything together. But, yeah, I thought it would be good to talk about, like, what to do before a road trip for preparation purposes, because I've also been doing a lot of research, and I realize a lot of people don't do the research. Most of my research includes, like, what the weather's going to be like and how to prepare for that. Uh, also things to help Ebony adjust, because Ebony's from obviously Australia, which is quite a hot place. Um, she's pretty excited to get down with all the cold that we've got going on, uh, which is good because I, when I was looking into the weather, found out that Queenstown's got some snow on the mountains. So I had to prepare for that uh, and also prepare myself because it's been a hot summer in Dunedin so far. So I've been wearing a lot of summery clothes. So I had to break out some of my old winter clothes. And I've packed a really big duffel bag, and then two extra bags. So I feel like I'm over-prepared. However, I would rather be over-prepared than under-prepared, naturally. So in my packing, I made sure to bring basically every kind of clothing I've ever worn because I'm planning on doing a lot of walking, and I'm not exactly good at walking, and overheating, I'm very sweaty, so I need as many changes of clothes as possible. But that's just in my experience. Uh, I've also, well, I found out I don't actually have walking pants, so I'm going to actually have to buy some. And 
what else have I packed? I ended up packing a flashlight, um, uh, an umbrella, some hats. I don't wear hats. I, I'm trying to be overly prepared for any kind of situation. I think, I think I've got it. I've got togs for some reason. Maybe I'll go swimming. I don't exactly swim often, but like maybe I will. Maybe this will be a change. I've got in the other two bags, I've got one bag for shoes. And then the other bag was like miscellaneous stuff that I didn't want with my clothes, which were like togs, hats, accessories. By accessories, I mean more hats and scarves, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not that great at packing. In my, what I call my carry-on, so the bag that's in my front seat has got all my medication, uh, anything for my hair, um, my Nintendo Switch, because I, because I just got the new Pokemon game, and I think I deserve to play just a little bit on this trip. You know, a lot of my packing is making sure I have everything that I use in a day, which is a lot of charges, a lot of making sure my technology is all put together and good and well. Um, Every outfit that I wear, because I pretty much cycle through the same three outfits, uh, I just mix and match whatever shirt I'm wearing. And, yeah, fun fact, uh, I had to do washing very last minute, so some of my bag's going to be wet because my cat threw up on my pants um, because she figured out that I was leaving and she has been really sulky and I guess she thought that would stop me from leaving. Joke's on her, I own two pairs of pants. Another thing that I have done is uh, I am actually driving a bunch of boxes up to Queenstown. Um, my stepdad's a courier, so, and I guess I was free labor, more or less. Um, so since I was going up anyway, we decided to take these boxes. So my car is actually completely full. There is no room for anything. So, yeah, that's another thing I would say be prepared for with a road trip, is to make sure you've got the room for everything. Sorry, I'm doing some sick driving maneuvers. And I'm crossing a bridge. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's a really clunky bridge. I would tell you which bridge, but place names is not my strong suit. Anyway, I'm over the bridge. Um, yeah, if any of you are driving, or at least looking to get a car, here's my advice for getting a car. I don't know anything specific about cars. I don't know what a mileage is. I don't know. I know how to change my oil. I know which thing in my car is an engine. And that's pretty much what I've got. So don't take a lot of advice from me. Except when it comes to the comfort of driving. Because I like the comfort of driving. I personally don't know how to drive a manual. Which, yes, I know, is not great because everyone's always like, oh, but what if there comes like an emergency where you have to drive a manual? Tough. In theory, I know how. I just cannot figure out how to get a clutch to go. Don't understand it. 
don't love it. If I'm going to go driving, I want to be having a nice drive and not using three pedals and both of my hands at the same time. It sounds like a nightmare. So manuals, not my thing. I've got an automatic car. That's me. Another thing is in my first car, my first car was pretty comfortable. Uh, It was just, I don't know, not a really good car. It was definitely like someone's first kind of car and didn't have any back doors. So, you know, but that meant my driver's seat could go really far back, which was awesome because I'm quite tall. This car, however, does have four doors and also doesn't let me put my seat that far back. So, in saying that, I get terrible knee cramps uh, if I drive for too long. It's about 40 minutes of driving normally uh, before my leg will start cramping really bad and hurt. So I've had to learn how to uh, drive without this kind of pain, uh, which is, I don't know, what am I doing? Like chicken legging it, I guess? I've got both my knees turned outwards and then my feet together, like kind of like I'm going in for crisscross applesauce. But yeah, that's that's how I have to drive. Um, only long distances though, because obviously this isn't ideal safety driving, and I only do it when I'm driving like the long stretches because my leg can't just handle being at the angle of, you know, resting on the pedal. But yeah, it's it's been helping so far. I've driven two hours without needing to stop. So, you know, we're going pretty good. Yeah, comfort of the car. Make sure that you can sit in the seat without hurting your knees. That's my advice. Also, automatics are better. Uh, also, my advice, everyone's like, oh, but what if you want to drive a van? Vans come in automatics now. And also, why would I want to drive a van? If I was driving a van, do you know how terrible it would be for, to park? Fun fact about me, I don't really know how to parallel park. I did when I learned how to drive uh, to pass my driver's test. However, Dunedin's been so good with parking or I've just never had to parallel park. Obviously, there's definitely been some parks that I've been like, oh, I can't park there because I don't know how to parallel park. But I've never had that much trouble parking. So, I don't know, parallel parking. Overrated, in my opinion. Just a quick update. After I uh, stopped recording, I hit a sign that said that I'm in Central Otago. I didn't hit it. I, I drove past it very safely. I want to I reiterate, I'm a very safe driver, and I'm doing very good. Yeah, so now I'm officially in Central Otago, and I saw a sign that says Queenstown is 165 k's away. Very cool. I've seen a lot of signs that say don't do meth, and I completely agree with all of these signs. I just think the location of the signs are very funny, uh, because we are in the middle of nowhere. I don't really have much else to add, other than all these hills kind of look the same. But now that we're in Central, we're going to see that really cool bit where like there's a bunch of rocks just like placed on the hill which I was I learned when I was a little girl um that they were put there by a glacier that traveled through central Otago and obviously deposited rocks along the way I don't know if that's true I think it is because it sounds correct um 
However, I just like taking people's word for it. Also, that's fun. It makes me think the glacier is kind of like a bus. And I think that's kind of neat. I don't think I've ever seen a glacier. Like, I must have, because I've definitely, like, I don't know, been to Central my entire life. But, eh, confusing. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of lupin plants, which I've recently learned about, because I thought they were foxgloves, um, but they're not. They look very similar, except foxgloves have open flowers and lupins don't. But the shape of them is really similar. I haven't seen many overly exciting things. I've seen a lot of cows. I've seen a lot of sheep. I saw some goats. Very exciting. Other than that, driving. Yeah, it's okay. Uh... Six out of ten. I give it a six because I'm enjoying the podcast and, like, kind of the views. But it's not overly great because even though I'm going the speed limit, I'm still being passed all the time and I feel really bad. I, I do make sure that I continuously go the speed limit. I haven't gone over yet, but I haven't gone under either. So people are just really, really want to go places, I guess. I've also been getting some funny looks since I've been holding the microphone because this portable microphone has a bright red, uh, whatever this bit is, the cover of the microphone, the sound dampening thing, the sock, I don't know. It's bright red and I guess I look a little goofy, but that's okay. I've seen a lot of uh, people on the, what's it called? The rail trail? So that's been pretty neat. I've done that before. I did it when I was a little kid, and I refused to get a tandem bike because I was like, I'm a a big girl. I can can ride a bike by myself. Turns out, no, I couldn't, and also I wasn't a girl, but I didn't figure that out till later in life. Um, But yeah, I... We ended up having to tie my bike to my granddad's bike, and he really badly hurt his knee, and to this day, I feel tremendous guilt. Um, But it was fun. I didn't do the entire thing because, again, small child does not like mountains and also couldn't ride a bike by themselves. But, yeah. Ooh, Horseshoe Bend. That's a fun name for a street. For those of you at home, see if you can follow along with where I am by all these little clues that I'm leaving out of, like street names and stuff, because that's all I'm doing. It's reading signs at this point. But yeah, not sure where my next location's going to be, um, because even though I've been to Central a lot, and like, I lived in Queenstown for a while, and you know, I did this drive almost every weekend when I was little, I couldn't tell you anything about it. All I remember is that Lawrence is an hour away from Dunedin, and that's how I knew we were almost home uh, by if we hit Lawrence. But to be fair, I don't think my little eight-year-old brain understood how long an hour is. And it's quite a while. Woohoo, sheep! So last where I left off, I had just, uh, what was it, Ettrick? Um, and I had made it through uh, Roxburgh. I didn't see a need to comment on Roxburgh. Classic orchards. Nice place. Very cool. I have just hit Alexander. First of all, they're having like a fun weekend with like a carnival or something, a market. I don't know what it is, but it looks fun and I want to stop, 
but I, I got to keep going because I think I'm behind time because it's about one thirty now and obviously I'm only in Alex and I left at like 11, I think. I don't know. I left at a time that was a lot later than anticipated. Either way, I'm in Alex now and it has gotten marginally warmer. Um, the sky is completely blue. I haven't driven through rain, but I've definitely driven through like under some pretty dark clouds that I was certain was going to be rain. By the way, I'm getting pretty tired of driving, honestly. My knee hurts. I, it's not cramping yet, but it's definitely getting there. I've also uh, been overtaken many times and still hurts my feelings. I'm driving the speed limit. How do? Where do these people keep coming from? You're either driving really fast or they've just appeared out of a different town. By the way, I'm getting pretty tired and the warm sun on me is not helping. I probably should have taken a break in Alex, honestly, but I've decided to keep going. I I filled up my petrol in, where was it? Where was I? Milton? Like, just outside of Dunedin? Uh, and it's pretty much still full. I only filled it up there because I realized that I didn't fill up before I left. And I was about halfway uh, which again, not bad, probably would have gotten me to Queenstown, um, but you know, better safe than sorry, I guess. Yeah, that's my wee mini update, nothing interesting, other than the landscape's obviously gotten more interesting where it's all like mountains with big rocks everywhere, big fan of that. Also with Alex has that really pretty river going through it, uh, lovely colour today, a nice, like a greenish blue, like a teal, gorgeous. Immaculate. I love it a lot. Ah, I'm fine. I ran over one of those noisemaker things. Anyway. Yeah. So that's my mini update. I'll I'll be back, I guess. Right, so I'm just taking a break at uh, the Clyde Dam, I guess. Having a bit of a walk. A bit of a stretch. Yep, this is definitely... I mean, is this a lake or is this just a dam? A lot of people are giving me strange looks because, again, I have a bright red microphone that I'm carrying around whilst uh, having a little walk. A little weird, but it's it's fine. It's really nice out, and honestly, I'm not loving it. I'm not a not an outdoor person. I am from Dunedin, born and bred. Dunedin is never this nice. Since I'm in Clyde, that means I'm pretty close to Queenstown, maybe. I don't know. This is where I usually have my break because, again, my knee really hurts. This time with my new techniques on how to sit, uh, it's been a lot better. It's been quite nice. So this is just probably a really small break. I wish it was water, but apparently all the water is not treated, and so I can't drink it. So, do you think I can drink out of the lake? Is it? Like, I know it's not good, but, like, it's moving water. Moving water is supposed to be really good, right? Like, that's the one that you drink out of? I'll have to do further investigation. Last update for this first drive. Uh, not the end of the first day, technically. I've still got things to do. But I've made it to Frankton. I lied. I was never going to Queenstown. It was just Frankton. The Mosgill of Queenstown. That's where I'll be staying and also where the airport is. I'm pretty sure. Vaguely, 
Fun fact, I lived in Frankton when there, it was basically a nothing town, when there wasn't an airport. Well, there kind of was. My granddad's a pilot, or was a pilot, and he used to fly out of this, like, small single-plane airport, and that's about it. But now it's got, like, a Burger King, so I, you could say it's more of a town. I'm currently driving through the first 500 roundabouts they have, and I noticed when I was in Cromwell that they're building more roundabouts out there. So if you love roundabouts, head down from Cromwell to Frankton, because there are so many. Oh, my God, I'm a little nauseous. Huh. <sighs> They're terrible. They're like double-laned roundabouts. Awful. Don't like them. But that's just me. I like the concept of roundabouts more than I like them in practice. Another thing is the Remarkables, my favorite mountain, is covered by clouds. Uh, and also has some snow on it, I think, underneath those clouds. Because there's snow on the other mountains. Yeah. Also, it's really busy. I've just arrived. It is just 3 o'clock, according to the clock of my car, but, whoops, sorry, it was a roundabout, I had to do a sick turn around the bout. Uh, yeah, according to my car, it's just hit three o'clock, which is not true, because my car is ten minutes fast, because I have anxiety of being late. Here's another roundabout. Wowee, so fun. Yeah, I'm basically almost there, so now the last part of my day is going to be unpacking and taking these boxes I've got in the back of my car to Jack's Point. So I get to do a little bit more driving. So fun. Really good. Might take a nap. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll, maybe I'll have more to record, or this is the end of the episode. I'll figure that out. Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.